You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast episode. Hello, Yummy Mummies. Welcome to the pod. I am so excited. We have a very special episode today. But before we dive in, be sure that you are signed up for the October cohort of the Yummy Mummy Experience if you want to lose weight for the last time and be free from food forever and all the other millions of amazing benefits that come along. So go do that. Go to lauraconley.com, click work with me and get yourself signed up. We are starting soon. You only have a couple more days. We're going to start October 24th, take you through the holidays. You don't even have to put lose weight on your 2024 list of things. We're just going to get it done. So without further ado, let's welcome, we've got Allison and Allie to our podcast panel party today. So Allison, take yourself back to maybe this time last year. How were you feeling? What was a day in the life? What was your experience as Allison before the Yummy Mummy experience? I'm Allison and I am a mom, a wife, a kindergarten teacher, and I just finished up the Yummy Mummy edition from January, last January, and it's been life-changing. Before joining the Yummy Mummy, I was in a place where everything was heavy. I had stress from my work, my home. I didn't feel like I was doing anything well. And then on top of it, I had my struggle with my weight, which I had struggled with for as long as I can remember. I can remember being a young girl and just really always struggling with that. And no matter where I was in my journey or all the things I've tried, it never was complete or I never found that success. And so last year, about this time, I was really starting back and feeling the weight of everything again with school starting back up, trying to organize home and work, trying to see the positives in everything, but struggling with that. Or if I saw them, it was just a quick glance or a glimmer. It didn't stick around. So I knew I was to the point where I I just needed to do something, not just to lose weight, but also to change my mindset. I tried meditating, yoga, talking, journaling, all of the things, many of the things that we've done in the Yummy Mummy, but I wasn't able to put them all together to have it make sense, have it be lasting and actually make a difference. And I didn't believe in myself to follow through enough. If I made one mistake, it was over. It didn't work. Here I am back at square one. And it was just a real overwhelming, chaotic, I describe it as just chaos in my mind. I was just feeling the weight (laughs) every day. So yeah, the physical weight, the emotional weight, the mental Mm -hmm. weight. I think so many people can relate to that. I think that it's so helpful for you to share because when you share your struggles, I think so many other women are like, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. I'm not a unicorn. So I think it's so powerful to to share. So I appreciate that. So welcome to the pod. Let's go to Allie. Allie, introduce yourself to us and then tell us a little bit about your kind of before and a little bit about your struggles. Yeah. So I'm Allie and I have a 10-year-old daughter, and 
right when I was starting the Yummy Mummy experience, I had resigned from my job of 18 years and I was a museum director and I was just in a really bad place. I would say that I just felt broken, like my physical body was broken in my head. My spirit was broken. My mind was broken. I was just in a bad place. And so I had resigned. And so now I have a job where it's certainly not as stressful or stressful in a different way, but I'm also an artist on the side. And I I just, life in general was just, was not great. I had seen someone that I had gone to high school had done the yummy mummy experience. And I was like, well, shit, like she, she like appears to have like all these years, like her life together. And I was like, what is, what did she just do? She was someone that I kind of admired from, from afar. And I had, you know, done everything from a company that rhymes with Yume. (laughs) And I would do these in my little mountain town. We would do something called the reboot. And we would like literally spend like $400 on healthy food. Every morning you'd pick up your food for the day. And then Friday night, I'd be like, time to eat good food again. Like, Mm bye-bye. So I don't know. I was, I was just... I was not in a great place and uh, I'm just so much better, so much better now. That's so awesome. How much weight did you lose? Did you think that was even possible for you to lose that amount, amount of weight? Tell me about that, Allison. So to date from January, the yummy mummy, I actually, Laura did a like two week trial one at one point right before my experience had started. So I, I got a jump start on it, but I'm at 27 pounds down. And from my highest, which was May of 2022, I'm 33 pounds down. Oh um, my God. Amazing. And this is August, you guys that we're recording in August. I know this is airing in October, but like, that is so badass. Good freaking job. Yeah, it's exciting. And I haven't gotten to where I want to be, where I think my body will be the healthiest, but that's okay for me. The majority of it is gone and I have the confidence and the patience that I've learned through the program that I know I'll get there, but it's not, there's no rush. There's no rush in it because I've learned if you rush it, just like Ali said, I think I've tried many other different <laughs> programs as well. Some of them multiple times over because, you know, this time it's going to work is what yep. I always told myself. And I always ended up in the exact same place. But now with the skills and the tools that I've learned, I know I'm going to get there. And I know it's not the speed isn't important. It's going slow, making sure it lasts and actually making mental changes, not just physical. So yeah. And I love that. I can just from across the screen, you guys like just see how calm she is in the inevitability of her desired, whatever, you know, whatever that ends up being for you, your natural weight, like 
really you're not in a rush because you've learned to be what you were talking about at the beginning to to be positive and to like enjoy your life now yes we can have goals and we are going to achieve them all it is inevitable and we can enjoy the process too right it's like learning like it's not the win then game right it's mm-hmm. like i think so much of us have been conditioned to play that game of when I get there, then I'll feel this. When I get there, then I'll be this. And it's like, you're just exuding this confidence now. And that's what we're all so desperate for. Like 100%. The the when-then game has been a huge part of me. And I never got to the then. (laughs) And so that, that was the discouragement. So I'd never get to that then. So then I just quit. I'd give up. I would be frustrated with myself and be right back to where I was in the beginning and put the weight back on if I had lost any at all. Sometimes I would double what I had lost putting that back on. So it's just been transformative in the way I see everything. It's not just the weight loss, but just life isn't about the race. I'm waiting for it to come. And those, and I also look back and kind of laugh at my old self thinking, wow, that was really ambitious. What you thought you were going to be able to do, you know, with losing two and a half pounds a week or something like that, or two pounds a week. And that's just not how it works if it's going to be sustainable. So I think that's a big thing I've learned. Yeah. I mean, it's true. The fastest way to lose weight is to let it be slow. And I'm like, it's not even that slow. No. Because what what is slow, what what slow actually is is the game that we all used to play because we never actually got quote unquote there, right? That was actually slow and so it's like no, actually this is the fastest way and yeah, your diet brain might not like it, but what's your total tell me again? 30 what? How many pounds? Uh, 33 since my highest, 27 since following you. So So 27 pounds in, let's call it six or seven months, like, Mm -hmm. come on. Like, that's amazing. That's so, so, so great. And it's for the last time it's permanent. Like I just, again, I love how she's sitting across from me and it's just, her energy is as good as done. Right. Like, and I think that's so much of the value of doing this work is like, not being so freaked out and scared. Like I remember me back in the day when I was yo-yoing, trying all the things and doing all the things, there was like this underlying anxiety, even when I would get down to a weight that I liked. Meanwhile, it was like basically by starving myself, right? I would get to that weight, but I was anxious the whole time because I knew I was going to gain it back. I knew it wasn't permanent. And I think that's a lot of the value of doing this work is the like you said, confidence, right? So it's so good. Allie, tell us a little bit about your journey and how much weight you've lost. And so right before I started Yummy Mummy Experience, I kind of reached a number on the scale and I like, I just like blocked it out and I refused to actually believe that that was the number on the scale and I just ignored it. But I knew I needed to do something and I had no idea what to do. So I would say from that number that I kind of know in my head that was on the scale to today, I have lost 30 pounds. Oh my God. I never, ever thought that that was going to be possible for me again. Mm. 
I know you're like, is this scale is this scale broken? I'm gonna move the scale around the bathroom and see. It was like easy. Oh, I love that that you said that because I did have this like vintage scale, and it was like this green enamel, like super cool looking scale, and. I did have to change the dial on it and I like refused to like believe the scale. So I bought a new scale, <laughs> which is like more modern and digital by, you know, point two, And it was like still the same number. I was like, <laughs> you know, I felt like I was going to have to give up so much of myself. And just through this experience, you realize like, you can still drink alcohol if you want to. If you want to have your joy eat and have that be a slice of pizza, go and do that. Everything was really, I felt attainable. You know, certainly there's blips throughout it, but my brain started to realize it's okay if you might have that extra slice of pizza, like not a big deal. Like you just keep going. And I think like with some of the other things that I had done, it was like, you were counting everything or putting your food in. What did you eat for that day? Like we do do that to a certain extent, but not like that other robotic business and, or like me doing these reboot challenges where I'm like eating all this food that doesn't have any taste. And by the end of the week, I was like, I'm famished. Like I need to eat something. So I think with this program, it's like you can really create it for how it's going to work for you realistically. Yeah, it's so true. And so many of our diet brains want like the perfect prescription, but it just doesn't work, right? Like we know that one size fits all just doesn't work. And this is what works and you come to love it because like you created it like for your life and your body and your calendar, really. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about some of the unexpected benefits that you guys got out of it. Like you lost the weight, but what were you surprised to find? I was really surprised to find just confidence in myself and belief in myself. Every day I I can look back or wake up and kind of reflect. And even if it wasn't my best day, even if I ate a little more than I probably should have, I can still see the benefits in the way I feel my health. Even going to my doctors are so thrilled with my progress. And I have autoimmune issues that are like really under control in the past six, seven months and attributing to that from the weight loss and just taking care of myself. And I think another thing that was surprising to me, kind of adding on to what Allie was saying was before I always was planning for that next meal. What am I going to have? If I was going out to dinner, I was not going to get a salad because I didn't like salad. (laughs) I don't like vegetables. It was just never a part of me. And And now the coolest thing for me is realizing I go out and I order what I want. And oftentimes it is a salad. I actually truly enjoy it. And ironically, my youngest in the beginning would be like, oh, I feel so bad. You're eating a salad. Are you okay, mom? Like, didn't you want something else? And I'm like, no, I'm totally fine with it. And it's delicious. So just my mindset on food has changed. And then balancing those hunger hormones 
was a huge, like, I don't have the cravings. And when we're out to dinner and someone says, oh, you know, you've got to get this with the extra sauce or things like that. I could have it for my joy. I can make that choice, but I've realized it doesn't make a difference to me anymore. I'm, I'm perfectly happy. Like I, you would talk to in the beginning, like you're going to eat for fuel, you know, food is fuel. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. That's not, I didn't believe you. I mean, there are times when I'm like, Ooh, I could really eat that, but I can also use my thoughts to control it too. So it's the biggest thing is it's not being perfect. It's just doing what is right for you and being confident in that. I love that (laughs) because it's like, I think so many of us think, oh my God, this is going to be so hard because I'm going to have to walk up like this steep mountain, like where I'm just going to have to like will my way through craving after craving after craving. And I do talk about like, let's balance your hunger hormones, but like, what does that even mean? And what are the benefits of it? It's like, yeah. So we do work on the mindset, but we also work on your like physiology, right? We really do change your hormones so that you're not constantly having to battle yourself with like, I can't have it. And I, you know, but I really want it. It's like, no, we actually change like, and yeah, you want the salad. It's almost like too, I've noticed this for myself, like my taste buds change. Like what I actually do crave is like healthy food now, which is like, so it's just easy. It's just, you're in the flow. And I love that you're highlighting that because I think it's important to know that yeah, there might be some discomfort, but it's not going to be forever. You're genuinely going to want to eat in a way that serves you. And you're genuinely going to love the yummy mummy map or the protocol or the plan or whatever you call it. You're genuinely going to love that plan because it does serve you and makes you feel good. Yeah. And another benefit on top of all of that, as a mom of a teenager and a preteen is the conversations we've had about food and the choices they're making. And it's not a pressured, I'm being forced to do this. You can't eat that because it's unhealthy. I've actually seen them just through natural conversations that happen. They'll ask me, why are you eating that? Or they're paying a little bit more attention. And as a mom, for me, I never want to create anything in their minds, but I'm modeling for them. And that's been a huge benefit. I see them thinking about their choices and not just kind of going to the pantry and sitting and eating the chips or eating whatever. They're thinking on their own without me having to constantly remind them, hey, let's put those away and make this choice. So just being a better role model for my girls, I think. And also going over, this isn't a diet. I'm doing it because it's making me feel better. And, you know, it's helping me in so many ways. And it's the weight loss is a positive. It's an added benefit. Of course, that was one of the main reasons I joined, but now it's an extra bonus, you know, yeah, it's like the byproduct actually. It's so right. funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that because of course, like we can read all the books and Google all the things and like try to say the right things to our children, but it doesn't really work unless we're actually like living it and being it and like modeling it to your point, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what our kids need. I mean, there's science about it too. Like in terms of parenting, it's like, Your kids will follow what you model, not necessarily what you say. I have a question. So 
you said, Allison, that, you know, now you just like really believe in yourself. Like, and I remember crying on one of our last calls because you, you mentioned that. And that is like, it's just so profound to me. And so, oh, it was just, I, I still remember, I just like totally got like teary. So what does it feel like in, in your body to be someone who believes in themselves? Like, what does that feel like? It's phenomenal. It's empowering. You know, I, life is still happening. I still have challenges. I still have disappointments and frustrations. All of those things are still happening, but the tools and the strategies that I've learned through the program have helped me to almost compartmentalize and be able to be less reactive and more reflective in the moment and at the end of the day or the following day. And just having that habit become more natural, where in the beginning it was, we were writing in the journals, it was difficult. Now I find my brain just doing it when I'm driving. I'm thinking about how things are going and being able to just reflect. And when I'm feeling frustrated, I know I'm not going to quit. I don't have that option. I am just going to keep going because I know I have the tools to work through it. I believe I can do it. And like I said before, I am thrilled where I am. Do I want to lose more? Yes. Do I have more like work mentally to do, especially like handling stress? We're starting in the school year and I'm really excited to put all of that together. Cause in the spring I was learning it all and doing it as we went, but now I've had time to practice just day to day and just seeing how that's going to benefit me. Mm. So it's that belief that I can make a difference in my life. I can make things better. It's not hope. I'm not hopeless anymore. Mm. And I know I can do it and I'm okay if it takes time. Mm. And I realize I'm human. I'm by type A perfectionist, I think it's a little bit of a teacher thing <laughs> that in the past, if I couldn't do it perfect the first time, it was done. I just gave yeah. up. And I would reflect back and beat myself up over oh. every little thing where now I have a confidence that when I am having a conversation with someone, I'm working on this, but I'm doing my best to be my true self and not just be that people pleaser that I've always been. So knowing that because I've taken the time for reflection and I can think things through more clearly, my mind isn't just firing left and right, that I'm more confident in my beliefs and my values. Yeah. And I think that's so important because I think that's another trap, right? If the underlying goal of the yummy mummy is to free the moms, I think another trap that we end up in is this people pleasing trap. That is an area where we are not free. So I love that you're applying this work to that area because it really feels like purgatory, like in so many of us, high achievers, right? perfectionist, like we can end up in that cycle of people pleasing. It's very normal, right? It's like, it's really not our fault. It's the way that we've been conditioned, but I love that you're using this work to like decondition that and become free from that because it's not your truth, right? Um, Okay. Allie, tell us a little bit about some of the unexpected benefits that you've seen and just anything else that's come up as we're talking. I mean, a couple things I want to touch upon by what Allison was saying. Yeah. 
other parts of my life have improved in terms of like, so my daughter is one of those, she's a very picky eater, but she's also very much on the petite side as my husband is. And I am also on the petite side, but eating at the dinner table was always such a struggle with her. And so many other mom friends or other people, even doctors, like she will eat when she wants to eat. She'll eat when she's hungry. And I think like one of the biggest takeaways was learning more about that hunger scale. And I'm such like a visual person that if you can see like where you are, like, am I a two or am I a three? Am I hungry? Am I really hungry at a a six or a seven? Or am I the other way or being full? Yeah. But like, if my daughter is at the table and says, I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry anymore. And you can like see that she's just like scarfed down a bunch of pasta. And now she's like, I'm not hungry. It's not a fight anymore. Cause maybe she really is like, she's reached her limit on that hunger scale. So what applies to me that I'm now thinking about consciously, like, "Mm, am I hungry? Am I bored? And you know, what, what does this feel like? It's like that has taken away the drama at the dinner table, really like for all of us. But if my husband gives me a larger portion and I'm eating it and I reach a point where I'm not hungry. Like I might just box that up and bring it as my leftovers for lunch the next day, rather than feeling like it's just there and eating it all. Yeah. But I think also with this experience was just the overall support and knowing that you're not alone, you're with a group and the group factor was like probably the biggest thing for me even though I wasn't always on those live coaching calls, but to have everything in Slack and see what everybody else is doing and encouraging one another, but then doing the replay of those coaching calls, like you felt like you were there, that you're just, you're not alone and that you have these other friendships and support. You might have in your brain, like this feeling of peer pressure. If you're at a party, like, oh, well, everybody else is eating this or having multiple drinks and you don't need to necessarily do that. Or it's like kind of a win because then you can go back and tell everyone else. I know that there was an event that I was putting on for work and I was like, wouldn't it be so interesting if just like everything on the menu was like on my protocol. I remember that. And I did that and it was like, ain't no thing. So it's just because you also, because you know that you have the support elsewhere by some things that you're consciously deciding to do now. It's a win in a totally different group of people that you're not going to have the same reaction. And actually you don't really get a reaction from people because people don't even, aren't really watching you what you're doing at the party. (laughs) I know it's fascinating, right? Our brains love to blow that one out of proportion to try to get us to eat, right? They're like, yeah. oh, well, everybody's going to make fun of you or say something. And it's like 99% of the time, they're not going to say anything, especially if you have your own back and you know why, and you're not being a weirdo, right? Like you're not being the one like 
offering the over explanation in the first place, which is what I used to do like all the time, but way back in the, the dieting days. Will you both speak to this a little bit? Because I know this is a concern that can come up. You guys were not able to be live on the calls, but you guys were so diligent in listening later. And I just want to kind of overcome that hesitation that I know a lot of people have because some people are teachers, right? Some people do have jobs and they're going to have to catch the, the calls later. And I just want them to know that they can still be just as successful doing the recordings and they're still included in the group. So if you guys could, and you did, you brought it up, Allie, that's why I'm touching on it again, but I just want to like kind of make it known that it is okay if you can't be live on the calls. What would you guys have to say about that? I would maybe sometimes be listening to it as I was at work or at night winding down. It was this moment where you're just like, okay, these are real human beings. Everyone has the same problems. We're all trying to just free ourselves and improve on ourselves. And by watching human beings and other women just being vulnerable and crying or the stories of of their future selves was just amazing. And you never felt like because you weren't on that live call that you were being unnoticed because you can always write in and someone will will give you a little heart or words of encouragement. You can ask questions and you get back to us. And it was just, you just don't feel alone. So I think like overall, it was that whole support system. And regardless if you can be on the calls or not on the calls, it works. Same because of my job really couldn't attend very many. And so I really enjoyed that time in the evenings where I could sit and I put my earbuds in and I would be able to pause and really think about what was going on. I would write notes to myself and, you know, I felt like I actually was consuming it a little bit more because I had the ability to do it at my own pace and, and I enjoyed it. I felt connected a hundred percent every time because of Slack I loved seeing like, wow, that's exactly what I took away from it. Or being able to read what someone else took away from it that I hadn't even thought of. Like that was really big for me. And to be honest, in the beginning, the idea of group coaching somewhat terrified me. Like I didn't want to put myself out there. I would worry I'm talking too much or I'm oversharing or, oh man, I'm boring everyone, you know? And, and so the few times I was on, it was just so incredibly heartfelt and warm. They're sending messages through Zoom, encouraging you. And just the connection you make, you know, whether you're live or not, there were so many times I had questions or I didn't know I had the questions, but somebody else would ask it. And it was like mind blowing. Like, yes, this was the missing piece. Like, I'm so thankful for that person's ability to share and explain their thoughts and feelings and then listen to how they're being coached. And so being on the call is phenomenal. 
honestly, whenever I was on the call, I would also go back and replay parts because I really liked to be able to replay and like think about it and write notes to myself and my interpretations and things. So they're both great ways to go about it. But if you can't make the call, you are still 100% part of the community. And I would be able to type out my late night, Laura, I need help with this. And the most amazing thing to me is how the coaching, it was so warm from the other clients, but then also from Laura, where she would break it down and ask you questions and really get to the root of it without making you feel like you did something wrong or you're stupid. Like, why would you think that was even a good idea? You know, Um, she was just so gentle with it. And whether that was on the call or through Zoom, she knew the questions to ask to really get to the roots of what was causing the problem or the question I was having and just knowing either way works on the call or through Slack, you had that support and it was fantastic. I think that's so helpful. Okay. So a lot of people, right. They're, they're like, okay, I'm in, this is different. This is new. This is unique. We're working on hormones. We're working on mindset. We're working on our emotions. They're like, yeah, but then the cost (laughs) is expensive. So how did you guys, if costs felt expensive for you, or if it felt like a bit of a barrier, how did you overcome that? How did you get yourself to take that leap? Because I think that is really helpful for other moms and women to know how you took that leap. Because again, I think we're conditioned and programmed, especially as moms with kids, to not spend that kind of money on ourselves. Of course, it is money on ourselves, but it ends up coming back, right? For our families, there, there is return on the investment for us and our families for sure. So Allie, will you speak to that? So, I mean, definitely the money in my brain was like, can I do this? Like (laughs) everyone's in the same boat, but you know, I have other friends that are like buying $5,000 bicycles and they're just like, Oh, here's my new bike. And I'm like, what? how do you spend thousands of dollars on a bicycle? Or let's say you're going to sign up for a marathon and you train for six months. So you've got your marathon fee and then you have to travel to that marathon. You got to pay for your hotel. Like that's now, that could be a $1,500 marathon just for just like just running. And so same thing with like the whole, like the reboot food for $400 a week. And then it's just like, Oh, now it's time for real food. So like in my brain, it was just like, I needed to justify it. I need to, I needed to see where I was spending that money Mm. and how ultimately all that money would add up to the experience price. And Mm. so that's where I was. And of course it helped that I had some money in my health savings account. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that that's a really good point because the $5,000 is like a chunk. Like it's a big, like one-time payment. I mean, we have a payment plan now, but it's a big chunk to spend on yourself. But yeah, you're right, Allie. If you do the math, like most of us are spending that, if not more, and not actually solving the problem, right? We're not like nail and coffining it. We're just continuing to do the $400 cleanses or reboots or whatever, but it's not getting us anywhere. So I think that's a really good point to like sit down and like look at it and, and 
justify it, sell yourself on it. I think that's amazing. In all honesty, I was in such a deep, dark hole Mm. that I knew that if I kept going in the direction that I was going, that it was, I mean, I don't want to say it out loud, but it wasn't going to be good. And so to spend that money on myself, I knew that this was sort of a life-saving cost. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is about rocking the cute skirt, but it's also about like your longevity and your health and like all that you're doing inside the yummy mummy prevents so, so many health complications later. For me, it was funny. I learned about the program and about you through a colleague who came back last year and I was like, whoa, what happened? You know, and she was like, oh, she had me doing your podcasts and listening. And she was like, it's really expensive. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not even a possibility. And I went and told my husband and he was like, well, must be nice. Like that's not an option for us. And this was back in September. And then I got to the same spot that Allie just described. It was hard to keep carrying on. And I knew to be the best version of myself, not only for myself, but for my family, for my students, for everyone around me, I had to do something. And I couldn't at that point do it on my own because I had tried over and over and over. And the best advice that my friend that had been through the program gave me is she kept reiterating like the weight loss is great, but the relationship she has with her family, with her husband, with her kids tops everything. That would be worth it anyway. And that's where, you know, I sat down. I was a last minute joint. I remember emailing you back and forth, you know, the night of and the 12 o'clock deadline. And I signed up, I think at 9am the next morning, because I just couldn't. And my husband already said, do it, you need to do it. And he, he could see I was struggling. And, Mm -hmm. And we don't spend money like that on anything, let alone ourselves. And that's where I think if I didn't have my friend's perspective, both physically and mentally, it would have been harder for me to make that leap. So I was blessed with that opportunity to see that it really does work and how it's changed. And that was the motivating thing. So I know you don't people don't know Allie or myself, but we can be your work friend that yeah. is, is giving you no. this advice. It's true. That's why I bring you guys on the podcast because I do want these mamas and these women to be free from this. And I can say it till I'm blue in the face, but then when they hear it from you, it's just a little bit easier for them to take that leap of faith and to trust. So I, I really appreciate you sharing that. Okay. How would you guys, this is like my new favorite question. How would you describe the yummy mummy in one word? I think I already said it empowering. Oh yeah. In all different areas of my life. It's just unbelievable and empowering. (laughs) What about you, Allie? I mean, you, you kind of already have it like free the moms, but it really is freeing. It Mm. truly is freeing. I love that. Okay. Let's end with Allie. Will you tell us the best, most kind of like ironic story about, about your freedom and how it manifested? (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, so throughout the experience, there were lots of little things that were coming up that I was needing to celebrate. And so, you know, you kind of talk about dopamine hits. And one of my favorite things to do is go to thrift stores. And I love antiquing and going to flea markets. But a couple of years ago, when the weight kept going on, because I was just in a bad place, I had this skirt that I had actually bought at this antiques like flea market like a couple states over and it was this total funky print and it was the skirt and I just I loved it but it didn't fit anymore and so I had brought it to my local thrift store because it was just like why am I going to keep something that doesn't fit me anymore and like to see that reminder all the time that it doesn't fit. And so I had gone to my local thrift store on a Saturday morning and lo and behold, there was the skirt still that (laughs) no one else had purchased. And so I grabbed it and I put it on over my leggings and it fit me like a glove. And I was like, I am (laughs) back. Was the biggest, best feeling. I just felt like the universe was like finally on my side again. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so good. It's so full circle. It's so good. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And you bought it, right? You bought it back. I bought it. And I told everyone in line, I was like, this used to be mine and I'm buying (laughs) it. And I was like, you know, at that point I was like, I just lost 20 pounds and this used to be my skirt and it fits again. Like I was telling strangers in the line at this old thrift store. (laughs) That is so fun. I love it. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. That is our episode. If you guys want to create these same or similar results, make sure you sign up, go to lauraconley.com, click work with me. Of course, if you have any questions at all, just email me, laura at lauraconley.com or just slide into the DMs. But thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. That was just so special to have you on. And I just can't appreciate you enough for helping me on this mission to free the moms. I say it all the time. I can't do it alone. So thank you guys so much. Okay, everybody have the best week ever. And I'll talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. Pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time end body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.